crazy Cause I want you baby But you don't so get out, get out, get out What's up? It's Kate Quigley. Hi, this is Date Fails. I'm so excited about my guest today. Uh, oh, I need to turn my shit on silent. I should be a professional host and do that. Um, so I'm really excited about my guest today. Well, first of all, we met at the ABN Awards. And uh, when I met him, I was like, holy shit, I have to talk to this guy because all my girlfriends are obsessed with your show. So, guys, my guest today is Nick Hawk from the show Gigolos on Showtime. He's a real-life gigolo. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on. Yay! Dude, I'm so excited you're here. So, first of all, okay, first thing I got to ask you is this. First of all, I have to say this to my listeners. He's, like, retardedly hot. Like, you're so hot. When I saw you at the AVN Awards, this is a true story. I was backstage. You came up to present, and I was like, who is that guy? Is he a porn star? And they were all like, no, he's on Gigolos on Showtime. And I was like, what is Gigolos? Well, I appreciate that. I think I think you're retardedly hot, too. Thank so. you. Thank <laughs> you. So how did you get into the business of being... First of all, do you consider yourself a gigolo or more of like an escort? I am. I, I like the word gigolo. You do? I, we kind of pronounced it in, in a way. Um, escort is... Escort is... is Pretty much money for sexual favors, kind of, and I don't consider myself an escort. I, I, gigolo is more of a companion, and oh, um, that's really? yeah, and that's that's what we do. We we sell our time, and and you book me for time. I've never accepted money for any sexual favor. I never plan on doing that. That's, Are you serious? That's illegal to do. Right. Because he would never do that because it's illegal. By the way, that's so funny because I would think it's the opposite. Like when I think of gigolo, I think of like a male prostitute. No, and that's not what what we do is all about, anyways. Too, um, if you're if you're looking for just that, it's probably not the right service. This is more of a boyfriend experience. You know? No so, way. Yeah, I, I do four hour minimums during the week and minimum of an overnight booking on the weekends now. And I only see a, a handful of uh, regular clients. I will see anybody once and see how the the chemistry is and if uh, we vibe off each other and everything. But but yeah, it's it's more of a date experience, and we we go to dinner, we go to a show activities. I'm an outdoors guy, so I do a lot of outdoor stuff too. We go kayaking, snowboarding. Are you I've, I've traveled the world. I've but been, people yeah. hire you. So you're getting paid to do this with women and you get to, I imagine now because you're famous from the show that your female, I mean, clientele has got to be a more upscale demographic. Like it's got to be attractive women. It is for sure. I've definitely increased my rates since I, I started doing this. And um, wait, how much did you start at? I want to know what the prices were. Oh man! When you first um, started out, I was doing smaller bookings too. I was doing one and two hour bookings, and I think it three fifty to five hundred, maybe for an hour to two hours. And now it's to go on dates. Yeah, and, and now it's a minimum of four hours, which I think is um, close to two thousand. And then uh, overnight, I'm in the wrong career. <laughs> overnight is like four, and weekend is like eight grand. So, so wait a second. How did you get into this? Like, how did it happen in the very beginning? Um, I actually, I wanted to get my shit together before I explored the entertainment business in L.A. and Hollywood. And that was always my dream to do so. Do something, model, act, do something, entertaining, host. And I, I went to, I joined the Air Force. And I knocked out my education first. I, I'm, I'm an English major. I focused on creative writing. Um, I always wanted a job where I could travel and write about it. My One of my dream jobs at the time, besides entertainment and being a movie star, was uh, to possibly write for National Geographic and travel the road and, and do that. Of course, because you're outdoors. Are you into animals, yes. too? Yes, and that's one reason why I got into this as well, because I, 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 do, I get to travel a lot. And <laughs> you like animals, animals are a big part of it. <laughs> no, and um, so, so when I moved to the West Coast after I graduated school, I had to pay back my loans. I knew it was expensive, and I had to do something to get the ball rolling as I took acting classes, too. So I started stripping. And I started my own company, Explicit Strippers. I, I still run that. I have some help doing it. It's in Southern California, L.A., Orange County, San what? Diego, Vegas. I live and, in Southern California. I need and, a discount. Uh, Hawaii, too. What? Are you serious? Yeah. So you started out stripping, but you don't do that at all. I now. did. I, I stripped for five years. I'll do one every once in a while. I miss it. It's a lot of fun. I, I love, I've done over 300 bachelorette parties. Do you dance? I've done male review shows. I danced for the Hollywood Men briefly. Shut up. I've, I've done, yeah, I, I put on my own production, male review productions. I considered starting one in Vegas as well. I just have too much other stuff going on. But I miss it. It's a lot of fun. Once in a while, if I have a dancer flake on a show in Vegas, and if I'm free, I might hop in and do it. 
No but, way. Uh, I, is it usually men that hire you or women? Like bachelor Just parties? women. Just, just women. women. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't dance for guys. If you pop in now at a party like that, do the women freak out? Do they recognize you? Um, the only way I do it is if someone cancels on the show and usually they found my company through knowing me or, or gigolos yeah. and they, and they see who I am, even if they didn't watch the show or know who I am. Right. And sometimes they'll request me and usually I'm not available, especially on weekends. Cause I do have a lot of, I'm sure. usually booked up during the weekend, but, with um, dates. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the gigolo stuff. I'm so jealous of your life. Here I am going out with losers and assholes, but at least they do pay. I will admit that they pay for the dates, but like. I've thought about it because my friend, so my friend Jody watches your show and she called me, this had to be a year ago before I'd ever heard of the show. And I know it's been on many seasons. It's really popular. I'm just, I don't watch it. Yeah. Season six airs March 17th. Let me throw that out there too. Nice. Yes, please. We're talking about doing two more. So on Showtime, you can watch it also on Showtime on demand online. Yeah. 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 Showtime on demand. I think Hulu, I think um, they partnered up with a bunch of sites. So. So cool. But I remember my friend called me and she was like, we were talking about how bad we were both like just struggling with like the dating scene in LA. She's like, I've been watching this show, Gigolos, and I'm telling you, Kate, the way to go is to just hire these guys. She's like, they make you feel like they like you. They take you shopping. Oh, we do. It's, you know, to be a gigolo, you have to be good with people and you have to like people. Not everybody does. You know, it's, it's a quality and, and dating is, is a skill. It takes practice, you yeah. know, and. You, you, to be good at dating like anything, you need to study it. you got to realize what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. You have to look to people who are doing it right and getting more dates. Develop your confidence. You know, there's many pieces to the puzzle. And you, don't, you can't just hop in there and be good at dating. Right. So you had to learn. So, okay, I veered you off topic. But so you started out stripping. And then how Stripped for five start? years um, as I studied acting. And then um, I started, I actually, I, I approached, I was always interested in doing this. I approached a company about doing it. Before CowboysForAngels.com, my booking manager, Garen James, hired me. And they, there wasn't that many bookings, and a lot of them were um, gay bookings, too, guys for guys. And I wasn't interested in doing that. And Garen approached me probably a year after I approached this other company. He found me at ModelMayhem.com. I had a, no way. I had a profile up there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it said I had stripping experience. I had my stripping company and everything. He liked my look. So we met, and pretty much the rest is history. The first year, I didn't generate that many bookings. Once again, the female clientele weren't there. It really wasn't that acceptable by society. Sure. I think our show has done, done that, uh, made it more acceptable. And... Um, and then after a year with working with him, the show approached him to ask him for one of his top guys, and he sent me in there for the audition. And I was actually the only one who had experience in front of the camera as well. So they loved me, and they asked for me to be a part of the show, and the rest is pretty much history. So. I'm so curious because, like, okay, uh, have you heard of this site? Um, it was It's called, like, NameYourPrice.com or something like that. Have you heard of this? I think so. I think so, so there was this website. This is, like, two or three years ago. I had another comedian on the podcast, Owen Benjamin. We started talking about ways comedians can make side money, and this website came up. So I was like, my girlfriends are all telling me to get on this site. And basically, that's exactly what it was. Guys would pay to take you out to dinner. You'd meet them there, and then you'd leave – and they would pay you like three, four hundred dollars just to go to dinner with them, and you didn't have to do anything, right? Yeah. And all and like oh, that's good. A lot of girls are doing that now. A lot of guys are doing it too. Yeah, but here's my question: like, I because I was gonna do it, I put up a profile, and then I kind of freaked out because a couple people were like, "Hey, I've seen you at the Laugh Factory. You're really funny." I was like, "Fuck, I don't want people to know like what I'm doing." <laughs> so then I never went, but also I never went because in my head I'm like, these guys are definitely gonna expect you to at least blow up. Like they're gonna expect some kind of sexual favor. So does that happen? I mean, do sometimes women- because uh, on the show too, the show shows us going through with it just about every date, but that's not how it is. I rarely put out on first dates. Um, <laughs> oh my God. That's good. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't sleep. I, I sleep with less girls now than I used to. Um, I, I think I got, I think I got so at, at the top of my game of dating and, and with girls because I'm so competitive and it started at a, a young age. When you go out oh. with your guys, it's kind of a game to see you go to the bars and try to pick up a woman. And if you pick up a girl and sleep with her, you win. That was, that was the game. Right. And I'm super competitive. So yeah. I did everything I could to be good with women and pick them up and, and win. And then little I got really good you know, at it. You were slept. training. <laughs> little did I know. You know. I was totally training. Yeah. And um, I think that's how you know, I, I definitely excelled because I, I uh, put myself out there to you know, be the best I, I could at it. And now you're and, doing it for a living. Yeah. 
So what is the average client look like who comes to you? Like, not like physically, but I mean, like, who are these people? Every, every client is different, has a different story, comes from a different background. Most of them are middle age, um, probably 40s, 50s, uh, uh, successful. And, and a lot of these women invested the majority of their life into education and being successful in their business or working hard to get somewhere and their time is very valuable and they feel like they don't want to waste their time dating and and um they, they want a quality companion so this this is a, a great service for them so interesting crazy right when i when I, i've been doing it for five years now but i still think about it and, and it is crazy but it's good it's a great service they yeah and it's like a great way to make a living i mean it's so has it ever happened that someone has invited you out on one of these dates and then you like catch feelings for these women? I catch feelings for most of them. Um, and some type of connection. I'm, I'm good at connecting with people. Um, I, I don't fall in love. I think love is, is a choice. And, but no, I, I care for, especially my, my regular clients that I've been seeing for a few years and I see every few months, I, I care greatly about them, you know, and I'm glad they're a part of my life. That's so cool. So, but they still pay you every time. Yeah. So even yeah. if you start to like, what would happen? I, I don't, I don't date for free at all anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't date my personal life You don't life need either. to. I, I sometimes go out with guys, guy friends, and they'll invite some girls out, but I don't really, I don't date my personal I, life. Well, I get, I, I get my fix. I, I get my fix too. I love yeah. dating. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. But if you're a professional football player, you play football all week. You're not going to play football on the weekend. On your day off. I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And you probably... So I get my fix. I do. You're, you're good to go. Yeah. I wish that these people <laughs> could see my face right now because I'm like literally <laughs> listening to you and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, this is brilliant. I could be getting paid to go on dates, get laid by hot guys all the time and not have to actually like ever text them back. This is genius. That's That works out well for these, these women as well. You know that, yeah, you don't have to have... You, they can go back to their life afterwards. You can have a, a day or, or a couple days or, or a week off and have a vacation and have your fun. And then, yeah, there's there's no expectations of fulfilling to continue the relationship and, right. and talk on the phone or, you know, communicate. And it's it's back to work and back to their life. I mean, are all your guy friends just so jealous of what you do? Do they all want to do this? A little bit. you know, And, yeah, pretty much all of them have, have hit me up at some point saying, can you hook me up with Garen or how do I get into it? What do I do? And They have to be really hot, right? I mean, really good looking. Yeah, you definitely have to take care of yourself. A, right. a woman doesn't want somebody who, who doesn't take care of themselves. No, no. If I'm going to pay. But that's, that's, that's a small piece of it, too. But it definitely starts there. And then having some good images as well because they go up on the website. Good photos. If you're not on the TV yep. show, they go through the, the photos and, and see who they want. So you're on this TV show. with. There's a bunch of you on the show, right? How many main characters on the show? It started out with four of us. Um, only Brace and I are, are left out of the original four. First season, Vin came along as well. So he was the fifth. He came along like episode one early on. Um, and we lost two along the way, but we gained two new ones. And... One of them we gained three seasons back and one two seasons back. So they're kind of the essential cast now. And it looks like we're going to continue with everybody. But Did you all know each other before? I mean, do you? is it a small community that does this? Do you guys all know each other? No. Um, season one, actually, they, the show wanted me to come on. And I think one of the other guys I didn't know dropped out. And they asked for one of my strippers. They had my stripping company. And they wanted to some people to know each other. So that's when I brought on Jimmy and he, and he came along season one. Um, he didn't work out too well. Um, but <laughs> why, what happened but to Jimmy? He, he was a good dude. He, he had a good heart and everything. And I, I, I feel for him a little bit, enough? but he wasn't putting out. No, he, did, he put out plenty. Oh. He put out plenty. He's a little horn dog, but, uh, wasn't the most responsible guy. To, oh, I see. To put it lightly. I see. Yeah, yeah. He was late for set every day. That's not good. Well, when issues. you're getting paid to fuck on... I mean, sorry, you guys don't do that. I mean, when you're getting paid to be on dates all night, you're probably going to, you know, sleep in a little bit. Do you party? Do you drink? I've cut way back. Yeah. I had my party days. I, I partied up when I lived in Hollywood. Actually, when I got to Vegas, I started taking it easy. And okay. uh, I'm just asking you. For I, I have to. Ha I have to have my night every once in a while. <laughs> right. you, you saw that ABN night. ABN. We night got was, a little drunk. Rough. I was a little drunk oh, for sure that I, night. I was more than we a hung out drunk at uh, what was that? We hung out at the after party. The hard the, Yeah. Yeah. Vanity. I, ha I still haven't posted that photo. I'm going to post that photo with this episode. 
I have okay. a great photo of him where it definitely looks like I'm trying to get him back to my hotel room, which I probably was, if we're being fair. Uh, but now that I know that you don't date for free, we're never going to hook up. So <laughs> that's good to know. Um, what else? I have so many questions. Oh, I have the best question. My listeners are going to love this. So you're really a great person to have on here because I'm a terrible dater, but you're like an expert. Why are you a ter- terrible dater? Why do you say that? I hate dating, first of all. Yeah, okay, there's so many reasons I hate yeah, it. Well, you're setting yourself up for failure. If you're <laughs> saying I'm bad at it and I hate it, how, how are you ever going to succeed? You know what it is? If you say at it, there's things I could learn and I want to learn, then, then you might... It's not that I'm a bad dater. I'm a great people person. I can make anyone... I don't want to say I can make anyone like you. You're me. hot and you can make people laugh. Thank I don't you. know how you could Thank be you. how you could be bad. What I don't else? have I don't have how problems. Else can you, how you can you fuck it up? I just <laughs> if you the, got those th- two things going for you, what, you what could you what fuck it up? It's that <laughs> I am not attracted to guys that are into me. I'm only attracted to guys that aren't into me. So I, whenever I go on dates, it's always I don't know. I'm just I'm. Bore, I try to go out with nice guys. I'm trying to change because I always go out with. You don't like easy guys. No. Okay, well, that's good. I that's like a right. challenge. Th- th- okay. I'm like a man. That's okay. I'm like that's... a man. I like the chase. And then when I get well, on... Well, if you that... don't succeed because you don't see... Because if you're not turned on by the person, that's not really failing. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't know. Also, I don't know what I want. I, like, I don't want a relationship. I really don't. Like, I love being single. But then uh, I'm really bad at keeping a rotation going. Like, when I'm dating a few people. Like, you have to date tons of people, mm-hmm. right? When I start doing that, at the minute I kind of catch feelings for one, I kind of like start ignoring all the rest. And then inevitably... Well, that's good. You should do that. You do? You really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but then what happens is that one is never the one that wants me, and then I end up with no one, and I have to start all over. So it's not well, a dating ne- never problem. settle. You should always, you know, the, the person in your life that you feel most attracted and, and connected with, you should, you should go for that. And it, if it doesn't work out, don't feel bad you didn't settle for a lesser individual. That's good advice. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I'm not really doing it wrong. I just don't know what I, I don't know what I want. I'm indecisive and I have commitment. Maybe issues. the guy doesn't like that. Yeah, no guy likes that. <laughs> but but they do like honesty. Everybody likes honesty and respect. Though. That's those, true. Those that's are true. the two biggest things. Well, that's what I want to ask you. So, okay. My many of my listeners are really bad at dating. That's why the show is called Date Fails. So if you were going to give someone like some tips, like guys first. Well, I, I do confidence coaching as well. I spoke at the World Pickup Artist Summit last year, and I spoke at the uh, Lifestyle and Relationship Conference in LA this last year as well. There's so a I world, do that. There's a World Pickup Artist yeah, yeah, Summit. Yeah, yeah. There's. I, I don't, and I hate the I hate the term pickup artist too. I kind of got involved in the community a little bit because I, I was liking it a lot. Um, they kind of had a, have a bad rep and for a reason they kind of, they, they're kind of the goal in the meet the beginning. A lot of them were to trick women into sleeping with them. And that's something yeah. that I am completely against. You know, I, I'm against developing yourself so you become better with women. But I, I did speak at it cause I saw it as an opportunity and, and I've coached a lot of guys. It's another thing I don't have that much time for cause I'm usually busy on weekends. I, I try to do those bookings during the week too, but yeah, I mic up guys and I, we, we hit up casinos and they go out and talk to 50 to 80 girls in a night Shut up. and I listen on and, and we talk about every different scenario that happens and I love it. I'm smiling the whole time. It's something that I, it is fun. I would it is love fun. to do that. I, oh fun. my God. I would totally like go and just watch. We shot a sizzle of a TV show doing that too, but I guess a lot of people have attempted to. To do, to do that, and for some reason it's... But not. your tactic sounds different because the goal isn't to get them to sleep with you. Because usually, like, pickup artists, yeah, the goal is to get them to sleep with you. Yeah, it'd probably be, that'd probably be the most appropriate approach for a TV show to get viewers as well. But. Right, yeah. But see, I really like that because this is my thing. Like, I've said this on here before, but with guys, I feel like if a guy is super honest... He has a way better chance of getting laid. Yes. There's nothing sure. worse than when a guy. I just that's, went that's out. One of the biggest tips, right there. Yeah, I just went out with a guy on two dates, and he totally acted like he wanted like a girlfriend. And like, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but I kind of dug this guy. Like, I was pretty into him. And then we hooked up. And as soon as we hooked up, he started to pull way back, and I could tell that that's all he wanted. And the truth is, if he had just told me that's what he wanted. There's other guys in my life that are like, hey, I'm just looking for sex. And I'm like, okay, I'll call you if I want to hook up. Learn how to read that better, too. No, I'm serious. I, I have to say that. And, and you know, going along the lies of giving a, a, a man advice about lying to a woman, you, you always know when someone's lying to you. If you want to admit it to yourself, 
it's that's your choice, but you always know when someone's lying to you. I and didn't. I think especially women have this sixth sense. And and I know I think deep down you did know. To be fair to me, this guy is an award winning actor. <laughs> so maybe he's a really good actor. Because although I will say I did say to my friends, I was like, I don't know, the things he says to me sound like they're out of a script. <laughs> <laughs> they probably were. Was he on a soap opera yeah, for a little bit he before? Probably was. He probably was. So all right, well maybe you're right. I did kinda of, but that's the other but, thing too. So the biggest thing, one of the biggest pieces of it yeah. you're asking for advice yeah, was was definitely not to lie. And I think another big one is to practice, 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 practice. And I tell all my guys when I mic them up, every time you approach a woman, it's a success. It's if you if you don't if you if you don't get more than a word out of them, if you don't get their phone number, if you don't sleep with them, it's not a failure. It's it's a success every time. It's only a failure if you don't go up to them. Every time you go up to a woman to talk to her, you learn something. Yeah, I totally agree. So you got to get out there and do it. Plus, guys don't realize how many guys don't do that anymore. Like, if you just come up to us and say anything, you're ahead of 90% uh, I, of yes, the guys. Yes, you are. Yes, yeah, you are. Guys you, are so afraid to approach yes, women. It's yes, crazy. Yes, that's a big part of it. And every time you do it, you're going to develop your confidence as well, which is a yeah. big part of it. What do you think uh, about calling versus texting? How do you feel about the texting calling thing? Um <laughs> we just had a big I, I gave sex and dating relationship advice on Valley View Live last week as well actually here in Vegas and they asked me they asked me about that and we've kind of moved into a, a society where it's almost respectful to 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 text and um it, it might be taken it might be taken well by the woman if you do text her, especially in the beginning. Um, it's always nice to, to give a phone call, but in the beginning, it's going to show that you don't want to give commitment, but you you do care, and it's almost appreciated that you're texting instead of calling. Yeah. Just because we're in such a, a busy world right now. It's it's kind of appreciated to, to do that. But after after you have a couple dates and things are going well, then, then definitely give a phone call and talk on the phone. But I think early on, it's kind of appreciated and n- normal now to to text supposed to call yeah. calling might be a little weird and actually scare her away yes, yeah it, it, does. it totally it does. does but and after then, a few successful days definitely give a call reminisce about it talk share some feelings yeah or if you're like texting back and forth so much because you're like making a plan or something and it's just like obnoxious to the point mm-hmm. of like a quick phone call you can figure it yeah. out yeah yeah but i'm totally with you but how much do you think a guy should text Cause I mean, I've seen it both ways. Like I've met, I met a guy that I was kind of seeing that I was real into, but he was texting me so much. It was like, I felt like I was the guy and he was the girl. Like he was texting me so much. I was like, I can't, this is too much. It's like all day. Yeah. Not that, not that much in the beginning, you know, see how it goes. And, you know, I think the, the, the less is more, especially in that situation of trying to get another date, leave yourself, leave it a little suspense on the table, be mysterious and. And don't put it all out there right away, you know, then that'll assure more dates. Right. And the more dates you have, I think the bigger chance of being successful you, you will be. I agree with you because I think men and women make this mistake when they're really into someone. You know, you get excited. It's like puppy love. Mm-hmm. You meet someone new. Totally. You're both really into each other. But then I think that it's like sometimes people are like trying to hang out too much, too fast. And it just kind of ruins that that period where you're like building that. I feel like that's when you have to kind of like take some space miss each other or think about each other if it's too much it just seems like it fizzles out to me i I think it it totally does and it's cool to hang out you know for a a night maybe two nights and like an evening a night a full day and a a night and then after that you know have some time to go back to your life and everything but you know don't move in right away (laughs) don't spend more than a day and a half, two days with somebody, especially in the beginning. So you know, especially you can... if you're not getting paid. But if you're getting paid a couple grand, then <laughs> stay a week or two. Stay as long as they'll pay you. That's no, even even with that, I, you know, even even when I have the longer bookings too, you know, I'll tell them, you know, it's good to have a little space, especially when they're paying for my time and they expect me to, you know, pretty much be there every minute. You know, I'll tell me, you know, that's not always the best approach and, you know, go about your life a little bit as well. And, and if I do a longer book and go overseas or something, I, I tell them, you know, I want to work in a couple hikes on, on my own, a couple workout periods, and then, you know, a couple a couple hours to check my email and stuff too. It's good to have a little space in any type of, of relationship. Have you ever had anyone that's paying to date you get jealous of the other women? Get too attached. To I you? try to keep it as private as possible. I never, I never post pictures with any clients or, or girls, typically ever. But they and know. 
they do know, and I and I and I talk about other bookings with with other clients as well. I think that's healthy. So you know, it, it is a fantasy to to a certain extent, but I want it to be as real as possible as well. You know, I, when I tell them at the beginning, I, I I don't lie to my clients and say you know I'm in love with you and we're gonna run. I'm gonna get out of the business and we're gonna run off and shit. I'm sure a lot of guys do that bullshit. I say you know this is something I do. I, I date other girls and this is something I plan on doing for a long time. Huh. So that hasn't happened. What was the question? Well, have you ever had a client get jealous of other women or not, or it starts to bother them? A little bit, but it's, it's, I, I control the situation. So I kind of keep it playful a little bit, you know, and I'll joke around and say, you were my favorite client, but you know, I, I went to South Africa for two weeks and it's like joking, joking around about stuff like that. Or if I had Christmas presents or something, I'm like, you came in second for best Christmas present. They buy you gifts for Christmas. (laughs) Do you get them anything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay. So you Here and there. I, I try to do something special, especially if we go on like a vacation or something cool. I want to get them something where they can remember the experience or I um I, I have a jewelry line. I I make necklaces and cool. and, and bracelets and I, awesome. I brought I brought a special client uh, uh, a rock back from uh or a, a quartz crystal rock back from um the, the Swiss Alps in, in Switzerland when I went on vacation there and made a necklace out of it for her. So What's your I try to, I try to give, when I give something, I don't just give it cause it's a holiday or a birthday or something like that. I try to give something cause with some meaning behind it or help to remember wow. an experience. You are a good boyfriend. You're like a perfect <laughs> boyfriend, you know, paying for a boyfriend. I'm starting to really consider this. I'm like, I can't wait till I can just afford to buy one. That's a perfect idea. Um, wait, so tell me about, your personal dating life before this? Did, were you ever in a long relationship? I haven't been in a, a committed relationship where I called her my girlfriend since before I moved to Vegas over five years ago. But before that, I did kind of bounce around from girl to girl to girl. I, I wanted a girlfriend. I thought it's something that we needed in our life. We're kind of imprinted that in our brains from you know the media and tv and movies yeah. that it's, it's something that we have to have and it's it's not i kind of wish i discovered myself first before you know falling into these unhealthy relationships i think the majority of relationships out there are are unhealthy too um but yeah i bounce from girl to girl to girl to girl you know you I, 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 I would try hard too what's that were you a serial monogamist were you always yeah in kind of kind of kind of um or or looking yeah. Or looking. I, I, I wanted that and felt like I needed it. I thought it's something we had to have to, to be fucking human, pretty yeah. much. That's what's imprinted in our brains. But um, when I kind of let that go and stopped searching then and discovering myself more, then I met more quality women and, and I stopped rushing things and, and I got into this. And, you know, I'll have, I'll have a girl in my life from time to time and they'll understand what, what I'm doing. So, yeah. And I'm honest with them. and so cool. Do your, does your family know? Do you come from, are your parents married? What's your story, family background? Um, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, so it's, it's a, a tiny, a tiny town in Wisconsin. I was actually born on a farm. I grew up milking cows and detasseling corn and riding horses and really? bikes and shit. And, uh, I would never guess that from the way you look. He's like covered in tattoos. <laughs> are you pierced? Everybody has tattoos now. That's my, my left nipple. A little pierced. All right. Left nipple. I'd probably have a couple more, but I, I do uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. They'd rip out if I had. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Midwest parents. My mom works for the Seventh Day Adventist Church, so I don't think she watches the show. But she she <laughs> says she's, she says my, she's my biggest fan, which is kind of weird. Um, I don't think it's for taking my clothes off on television. I think I, it's for some of the other work that I do. Are you naked? They show my penis too much. They show your penis yeah. on TV. Yes, yes, so if I they, Google you right now, I can see that. There's a website devoted to all to my your, naked scenes. To your naked. <laughs> Shut up. Guys, we need to take a brief break. Uh, just kidding. That's crazy. So yeah. your mom has not seen the show, though? Or um, as you know? I don't talk about the show with her. Um, I think she has. I think she sees through, you know, some of the other stuff. The, the sex scenes on the show are very brief, and it's it's soft corn. They of don't course. show... They don't show my erect penis. They don't show... Well, that's, that's a <laughs> They don't show penetration. I don't think they show... Pussy, they show boobs shaking for a couple seconds and some thrusting. It was the same with the AVN Awards. There's, like, very specific things they couldn't show because yeah, it's showtime. Yeah, yeah it's show that time makes time sense. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, what about, are your parents married? No, they got divorced when uh, I was, like, seven. 
Does your dad? Are you in touch with your father? My yes, my I, I'm close. I'm closer with my father. He uh, he you must be he, so proud. Yeah, he watches the show. <laughs> he watched the show. He he loves it. You know, it's it's more of a comedy than anything now. It's, yeah, you know, we 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 turned it into a comedy, which was great. I said from the beginning, if I'm gonna be a part of this, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with it. We have to have fun with it. I said that with I say it with everything I do, um, including my sex toy line and, and everything. It needs to be fun. Like I want to promote sex as fun and, and a good thing. And I think you know we've done a good job of doing that. So I mean, you you laugh out loud just about every episode at least I'm at sure. least once. It's got to be hilarious. So it's funny. Yeah, and he's proud. He gives me shit though. He he says he can still get. Uh, he can still get more pussy than me and shit. But shut up, your dad <laughs> yeah, said that. Yeah. Is he, it he true? said that a couple of years ago. <laughs> no, I, I, I um, he wasn't like that too. He he's grew he grew up his whole life hunting and fishing. No way, and not partying and socializing hunting that much. Pussy. No, hunting <laughs> hunting deer and turkeys and oh and God. um and he didn't really go out and socialize. When I was in the Air Force, I brought him out to my Air Force base and we went out one night and we had such a, and he didn't drink or anything too. I kind of felt bad because I kind of turned him into a drunk for a minute, but he quit drinking like a year later. <laughs> but <laughs> nice work, way to go. It's fine. But no, we went out one night and he had a fucking blast. He picked up like two girls and and yeah, and I guess he, and I guess he went back home and my brother told me he's going out all the time and he's picking up these girls and everything. Shut up! I, Thanks to you, you taught him. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I I was still at the lower end of my game. I think at that time in the Air Force, I don't think it really picked up until I got to um, L.A. But no, I I think I did. I might have given him a couple tips. That's I, I think so I did. funny. Is he still single? He no. He he was dating and he was seeing a lot of girls for a, a, a long time. I mean, he was up on a couple websites and, and or a dating website too. And he would tell me I got ten. 10 hits today or 10 <laughs> inboxes or something like that. Ten. But uh, that, that was a few years back now. He's been with the same girl the last couple of years, though. So you're definitely, <laughs> I mean, like, you are definitely not on any dating website. So you probably have no idea how inundated people get on those. Like, 10 a day is nothing. I was talking about this on another episode. I joined OkCupid, and in a week, I got 600 messages. on. O- it's like a full-time job. Trying to siphon them. I just, I, I took my... But I am a supporter of that. I'm a supporter of social media, too. Um, you mean dating you know, through social media? Because then you can, you know, siphon through it. I will say you that know. I love dating off of Twitter. I've gone out with so many guys I've met on Twitter. Off Twitter? Twitter. I swear to God. It's crazy. But, like, Twitter's weird because when you follow certain people on Twitter, like, let's say I follow you on Twitter, then all your other castmates will pop up on the side. Like, you should follow these guys, too, because you're into gigolos. And then I would follow all of them. And then every once in a while, one will follow you back. And then you start talking. <laughs> and before you know it, that's how I end up going. That's how I meet, like, half the guys I go out with. Well, I, I like Facebook the best because you can... You, you can learn just about everything there is to know about somebody by going to their Facebook, yeah. especially if you're a good judge of character and you read people well, you know, seeing the, the posts that they have, if they're, they're happy in their oh, life God. or not, you know, how, how many kids they have. <laughs> this is another reason I'm single. If you follow me on any social media, you'd be like, I would never date that crazy psycho because I do crazy shit online. But I'm a comedian. I get a pass. Don't get off my Facebook, fuckers. Don't go to my face. If you're a guy that I want to date, don't even listen to this show. That's the worst thing, too. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for you, though. Like, you could, it would be almost impossible for you to have a regular relationship at this point. Like, whatever that Not is. Not impossible, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm open to it. Um, and, and I've had, I've had a, a few girls in my life, you know, in the, in the last five, six years. Not, nothing uh, full-time or, or even committed. Um, but I have, I have no problem committing to a girl. You know, outside of my my work life, my yeah. personal life, if if I found the right one, yeah. And you know, I would tell her, you know, I can't give you all of me, but you know, I could give you a, a big chunk. Forty five percent. You get forty five. The other fifty five <laughs> is going to be on vacation with rich women. Thirty thirty three <laughs> thirty three and a third, I think. Okay. <laughs> do you consider yourself like a sex expert? Because you're. I do. You do. I give sex dating relationship advice on my website. You give sex I've, advice. I've given, I've given advice to men's health and on a couple TV shows too. Really? Yes. Okay, come on, I've, lay I've it out there. It, oh. Let's hear the sex tips. Um, okay, where, where to where You're to start? Plenty the, of time. I guess the, <laughs> the the biggest thing with um, so I, I gave the two tips on on don't lie and and practice. Those those are the two biggest tips on picking up a girl, I guess. Like I said, I hate using that phrase, but getting a girl's attention. Sure. But so once, so once you start dating, um, the biggest thing is to get a girl comfortable. And a good way to do that is by not lying. Because like that sense that I was talking about, that girls have even more than guys, 
They can sense when you're lying and that's going to make them uncomfortable. So you be as honest and genuine as you can. You don't have to be super successful. You don't have to have a buttload of money, but you do have to have a plan and talk about your endeavors and, yes. and um, you yeah. know, and, and have goals and, and ambition. And that's, that's just, that's just as big of a, of a quality as having the money, if not bigger, yeah. you know, ambitious people are more, are more interesting than even people who have been there, done that, and now they're kind of lazy and don't care that much There's about their life. There's nothing anymore. worse than non-ambitious. That's to me, that is the number one turnoff. Yeah, and if I met a girl too, and and what do you do? Well, I I'm a cocktailer at at this bar. What what else? What what are your plans? Right. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Bye. There's, there's no up, fucking right? way. I don't care what she looked like. I even, I met a guy who had a TV show, really hot guy, has a TV show. So I'm like, oh, he has his shit together. He's cute. We kind of hit it off. But then really quickly, I realized like I, he, he would text me at like noon. What are you doing? I'd be like, oh, I just had two meetings. I'm on my way to a third. And I'd be like, what are you doing? He'd be like playing video games like every day. That That's it. And I'm like, even if you have something going, you should always want to be like driven. And, and building and, and, get, and being excited about that next project too you should have multiple things going on in your life you should have your own business you should have your own brand i don't care if it's Agreed. a fucking lemonade stand if it's right. making jewelry you should have some type of business and brand totally and it, it's it's going to help you this is another the two biggest things i hit on at the seduction lifestyle and relationship conference something like that <laughs> in, in la that i spoke at um so many we're, conferences. we're developing your confidence yes. but then developing your creativity as well yeah. You know, and that's going to help you be more successful and help you with your brand and business, but it's, it's going to help you, uh, be a better conversationalist, you know, in improv and, and, you know, talk to, talk to women and be, be interesting. Definitely. So that's a good, that's a good tip for approaching. What do you think is the best approach? If you see a girl, you're out, say you're at a bar, she's with her friends, you're with your friends. What is a good approach? Okay. All right. This is what I tell all my guys. Um, girls do one of three things when, when you first approach them, if you do it in, in the wrong way. They freeze, fight, or run. And those are the three worst circumstances that you want to happen <laughs> when, when you approach them. Okay. So another, more good advice that I give to guys is get their attention before you go up and just attack them. See them, wave to them, smile at them, walk by, and, and say you look good tonight, or there's any say hi, and then keep going. So they have you in the the thought of you in their heads. So when you go up to them, they they're a little more prepared mentally, and you're not yep. attacking them. They already they, saw you. Yeah, they might have other things going on in their head, you know. And, and you're gonna get them off guard if you don't do something to get their attention beforehand before attacking them. And most of the time they're going to freeze, fight, or run. And that's not going to continue the conversation. That's not going to get you anywhere. How does fight look? What does fight look like when she fights? Because I don't think I've ever done that. When you're scared, you're not quite sure if he's complimenting you or making fun of you or, or what's going on. You kind so of you freak out. And, yeah, you just get fucking hit and she runs. And you, that's horrible. Has that happened to you? A girl just punched. She's like, I'm a bunch of motherfucker. And that's it. That's probably. Lot. It's probably happened once or twice. I do have to say that um, I've said this before, but I mean, a classic line is just a, you're beautiful. When a guy walks by me and it's just like, girl, you're beautiful and keeps going and doesn't like stop or try to hit on me any more than that just like says it I'm always like thank you I'm always that's like such a nice compliment and I think guys think attractive women get that all the time but very few attractive guys women it. don't get shit anytime <laughs> men are petrified to terrified to go up to any girl especially an attractive one they never get talked to yeah. like I meet a, a lot of girls in, in the attractive girls in the business that that I am in and in entertainment and photo shoots and they they all tell me what am I doing wrong nobody ever comes up and thought you're not doing anything wrong maybe you need to show some initiative I work with women on that as well you work with women as well yeah oh a lot God. of people come to me for for advice now that's so funny but it's true and I don't know if it's because guys are intimidated or I just I always thought it's just because they think that attractive women are getting hit on all day long so they, they are and it's pretty much just our society too but that's what it, that's what it's grown to we're constantly worried about being judged we're we're very scared and intimidated we don't we don't have confidence I'm, I'm writing a book right now called Nick Hawk's um <sighs> It's a working title. It's a working it, it, title. It is a little bit. Well, it's new. It's new. But it's about dating and relationships or... Nick Hawk's 100 Kicks in the Ass, uh, A Guide to Gaining Confidence and Reaching Her Full Potential. And the first passage in the book, I, it, it says, wake the fuck up. And it talks about how we are in people in society. We're so scared and constantly worried about being judged. Yeah. And that's why it is so intimidating to, to go up and talk to girls here and worry. You're going to have a million worries going through your head and you shouldn't. You need to let that go. 
And the more you do it, the less you're going to be like, what the fuck was I thinking? How, why did I care about all this? It's not, it's not that difficult. They, and they appreciate yeah. it when you go up to it. Because the more times you do it, the less scary it is. And you start to realize if she's not interested, who cares? There's a hundred thousand more hot women out there. That's good advice for girls too, though. You know, a girl gets rejected by one guy and she's like, oh, I suck. Like, just keep going up to them. What about when women approach men, though? Do you think that that's a turnoff? Because the whole, like, guys want to chase girls. Not at all. Not anymore. And I think guys see it as a, as a, as a turn-on um, more than a woman would think that it would be a turn-off. Um, no, I, I, think, I think it's good. I think it's good. I, I, like, I like it when girls come by and, and, and compliment me or say hi or something and smile. Or, I, I like that. I, I, like, I like confidence. I, I, like, I, yeah. I like that in a woman, too. So that kind of always gets me by surprise, but it's... It's, it's not, not thought of by a turn-off. I feel like that must happen to you constantly. Women are intimidated as well. Uh, and and just, just as intimidated, if not more, as guys to, to approach the opposite That's sex. True. So when one does come up, you know, I'm like, good fucking job. Like, like, <laughs> I shake, the, I shake their you hand. You say that to them. Good, good fucking job. job. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I do, I That's do. A, I didn't get a good I'm, job. I'm, I'm, I'm proud Where of you. Where was my good job when I talked to you? I fucking walked up to his ass, and I didn't even know. I was like, that guy's really hot. I'm fucking go talk to him. And I got no good job. I'm pissed. I'm just putting it on the record. Nick Hawk did not give me a good job, and I'm, I'm waiting. I want a good job after my show. You just did. You just did. Thank you. That counts. That counts. We're all a group and knew each other. And no, totally. If you were just a random girl, you would have got one. I, I felt like I got a good. <laughs> I got a, a semi-good job because I got a, a good photo. We had, we had like a good half-hour conversation we had a good too. Time. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, okay, so you didn't give the sex tips though. The guys need the sex tips in the sack. Well, to get there, you, like I said, you have to make her comfortable. Well, assuming you can get into bed with the girl, then what? Continue to make her comfortable and, and, and take it slow. Take it slow is the biggest advice once you're there. Um, a lot of guys, you know, want to, want to rush that and think they need to get their cock in her as fast as possible, which is, isn't is good in, in many ways. Um, and especially if a guy is super horny, too, then they might not be thinking about her as much as themselves. And once once you get it in, too, go slow. You know, start with kisses. Kiss her from, from head to toe. Kiss her neck. Hit the rockness areas. Don't forget about the nipples. The, the outside of the nipple area is usually better than the nipple. Sometimes the nipple's too sensitive. If you go down on her, you take it slow as well. You go around the outside, the inner thighs. Look at all the way up and down. Hit every area. Don't just go straight to the clit and go hard. Don't cram a finger in there. Lubricate the finger and work it in slowly. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked for advice, like I no, this is perfect. This is really what I meant, but I didn't think you would do it. So great, you're good. I, so I good. told you, I have no problem. I said you can ask me anything. It's, you're fantastic. You're a great guy. Know, know where the G spot is. If, if you stick it in, you give. No one knows you that. A, well, you it's, should no at this point. That. You should at this point. I don't point. even know it's, where my own G spot is. I couldn't <laughs> find my G most spot. Most know. GPS. It's, it's, it's kind of sad. How would we? Um, well, when when you stick your finger in, you like uh, come here, come hither motion like uh. you're telling someone to come here with your finger yeah. it's, it's up on that top level of of the wall are you and sure yes and I when thought it was a mystery <laughs> there's actually two of them there's one in the back wall as well what <laughs> yes and when a woman is aroused they actually they swell up a little bit and you can uh-huh. feel it more when it's there you can feel what yes. wait you can feel it we can feel both it. you should be able to feel yourself swelling up if, if you're in touch with your body but a man can feel it too it, there's an it's gonna be like a little i don't know i don't know con- convex I don't know. uh I'm gonna have to go Shame. on a search tonight. I didn't know it is. So if you can work that in and hit that spot as as you're using the ton, that's uh-huh. usually the best way to get a woman off, or at least fire it up. If she's comfortable enough, you'll get her off. I'm learning. This is amazing because <laughs> I really thought the G spot was like a mystery that no one knew about. No, no, I thought it was a mythical thing. No, it's a, a real thing. Yes, it's, it's a real. That's thing. interesting to know. I mean, not that I really, I don't really need to know. You know what I mean? Like the guy needs to know. Yeah. The girl, we just, I just. Well, know sometimes how. you got to tell the guy. Not all guys are experienced. Fuck and it's it's that. okay to tell him. No. Tell him okay, to fine. Stick your fucking finger in there and go like this. I don't want that guy in my bed. If I have to tell him anything, I don't like to. I like guys that know. I what agree doing. with that. I actually agree with that yeah. statement too. And and um, a lot of people in my life that I'm I'm in the bed with, you know, they they do see that I'm experienced and I'm an expert, and they'll start asking tips on how to give a proper blow job or how to do things. And it, it is kind of a turnoff. I kind of want you to know. Right. I, 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 so I agree with that yeah. statement. I yeah. do. Especially when you're in the moment and everything. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'd rather not give a lesson than 
I, I couldn't you know, agree with you more. If you want to talk afterwards about it, you know, maybe throw in a couple tips a little bit. But You know what I try to do with guys is like, because I don't like to ruin the moment, but what I do try to do is if you're like flirty sexting later or before, or if you've been hooking up long enough to where you want to like ask them, like, what's your favorite thing? What do you like? What are you really into? What really turns you on? Like, I text that shit. So then when we hook up, I already know because we, we talked about it over text, but I don't want to have... I don't want to have to, like, if I feel like I have to coach a guy, no. No. Like it's good to get some of that shit out of the way at the beginning, too. Depending, yeah. you know, you read the, the person and see how conservative they are. And if, but they're, if they're a little more open to making sexual jokes or something, you know, it's it's kind of good to to talk about, you know, the, the dirty shit you like to do up front. Even if it is kind of play, in a playful way. In a manner. playful way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that helps, too, sometimes if you end up hooking up with a friend. Like, I have guy friends that I've had, like, really detailed conversations with about what I like in bed, but we're just friends. So I never think it's it's going to matter. But then every once in a while, you'll hook up with a friend, and they're like, you're like, oh, sweat. Like, this is awesome. Like, they know everything already. They know what they're doing. So yeah. what I'm saying is, ladies, just tell everyone you know what you like in bed, and then you'll be set for life. Throw it up on your social media. Tweet that shit out. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I was I was going to put that on my Tinder. Like, don't swipe right unless you like to eat asshole like your favorite dessert. I was going to put that on my Tinder. <laughs> You'd probably get, you'd probably triple your fucking you swipes. So? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> Um, I got to ask you one more question, which is a question that I asked. And by the way, you're one of the best guys I've ever had. You're great. You're so open, which is awesome. Thank you. Everybody should be. Um, I agree. Uh, okay. This can be a paid date or it can be an unpaid date, but what is the worst date you've ever had? Worst things ever happened on a date that you can remember? Or it can be sexual. It can be anything. Um, Probably just, you know, I've, I've had a couple bad experience with, with clients, you know, they're, they're super nervous and they, they drink too much beforehand and before, uh, before you even get to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're just, they're plastered when I get there. I'm like, great, here we go. Um, time, time to babysit a little bit. Um, and a lot of the time they make a mistake by wearing some uh, brand new heels to, to walk around Vegas oh. in as well. So usually by the, the end of the the dinner or the the show or something they're 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 barefoot and oh God. and uh running into shit that's that, embarrassing. That, that happens that happens yeah it happens once in a while i mean in in the beginning it happened and now you know i've I've been on a tv show for five years so they think oh my god you know he's such this huge celebrity and shit you know it's happened even big, more it's it, it happens quite frequently with with the drinking it's it's unfortunate because i am i am totally open and i i make a woman feel feel comfortable from from the start right and it's it's hard to do if they've been drinking too much though and you know you can you can't even establish a connection and usually the the date the date doesn't go that well that's really good advice for dating in general is don't get drunk on and people a think date. they need to it does it does uh, block some things in your brain that helps you be that helps you to socialize more and, sure. and be more um and like a be little more confident, buzz, but a yeah. cocktail or two, yeah, so you're yeah, a little loosened up. It's, it's easy to 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 overdo it. I'm t- I'm I'm trying to give you a. Do you drink? A good story though. I do. I I'm uh, I'm pro. I'm, I'm pro drinking and drugs done in moderation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you <laughs> but, are. But but most book. most people can't handle the shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pro drugs too in moderation. It is. It is. It is. I don't, blow and fucking ecstasy and Molly. I don't really do that shit too much anymore. I have um, a I don't rule. Have time for that. My but, drug rule is if I but don't I think buy weed's it. amazing. I don't smoke weed either. I think weed's an amazing weed drug for some people, and it sure the fuck shouldn't be illegal. It's better than fucking alcohol. I think alcohol is garbage because most people overdo it, but it's okay to have a drink or two. But I think mushrooms is something everybody should do every really? one to two years of their I've life. I've never done yeah. mushrooms. It's, it's a very spiritual and euphoric experience where you're never the same person after doing them you, really your mind goes places they've never gone without them you think on different levels you you just you, you connect more you you feel one with the earth more and people more it's it's a really it's wow. a really amazing drug i connect with music i like to play my drums when i'm on them i feel like i connect them in this other form on this other dimension or level you just said definitely like talk me into trying it once. I'm like, all right, we're in Vegas. Where do we get mushrooms? Like, oh, I'm a drug foods? dealer too. That's why oh, I'm so great at talking people into it. No, Fantastic. That's great. I like that you've incriminated yourself like five times on this episode. Probably. probably. The FBI is coming to your house, by the way. Um, okay, so before we get off here, uh, you've, you're amazing. You plugged like 100. What's your jewelry line called? 
Um, it's actually we're in the two rings right here. It's Nick Hawk Jewelry Line. It's not. It's not um, for sale right now. I might start it oh, back okay. up again. Um, I just had too many things going on, and the partner on that was a fuck up. So um, he was supposed to handle all the business shit, and he fucked everything up. So I cut him out. Uh, but I might do it again. I'm doing. Uh, I do make uh, Nick Hawk blessed bracelets for a few special people in my life, and they're they're it's, they have like eight to twelve different beads that I picked out, and I have them shipped from all over the world oh, with special stones cool. and rocks. They are really cool. Plug the book. Plug Gigolos. Um, my music. I'm releasing uh, my new music video. We fight this next week, and it's this is my fucking masterpiece. When uh, rapping was always kind of a hobby and something I did for fun. I've been doing it a long time. I always loved music. And rapping. When Gigolos, yeah. When Gigolos came along, yeah. I have, I have 11 singles out right now. Nice. When Gigolos came along, I told my as a rapper, I didn't really have anything put together, and I had to put together a song fairly quickly to, for the TV show, and I put together Gigolo. It's actually it's. It actually came together fairly well. I'm, I'm happy with it. It got better reviews than our TV show did. But since then, I've 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 gone strides and 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 so far with my music, I, I produced the majority of it as well. And my new track, We Fight, is it's my masterpiece. It's everything I am and represent. It's hard hitting. I, I scream the, the chorus now. Um, I, I just performed it at the Palms uh, a really? week, two weeks ago too. You should send me a clip kick-ass. of it if you want. I can put like a little clip of it on the end of the episode or the beginning of the episode or whatever you want. Will do. Um, I think it's launching this next Tuesday. But yeah, I shot awesome. it out in a dry lake bed. Uh, we went to Red Rock. I shot it in a, a fighting, a boxing ring or a wrestling ring. Um, and then this cool little uh, shot we did at my house with uh, with the world's words scrolling from a projector across me and I'm in my jujitsu gi. Some really so cool stuff. That's shots. what you're like really passionate about, it seems like. like totally, that's what I've totally. seen you get the most yes. fired up about. I'm passionate about being creative in, in any form, but yeah. I, I love music. I, I play every instrument. I have a electric grand piano, a full drum set, guitars, everything cool. at my house, recording studio, so I can do that's music awesome. whenever I want. It is awesome. I'm so happy I, I have all that in my life. I don't need a fucking $10 million house, but I need a house where I can have all my, all my music be I loud and work there. on the music. I totally get that. Yeah. Well, in your social media, they can find you on Twitter and Instagram. Is it at Nick Hawk? Yes. All three of them are, uh, are the Nick Hawk. The Nick Hawk. And my website with everything, more sex and dating advice, uh, links to music videos and everything is NickHawkExplicit.com. If you Google my name, Nick Hawk, it comes up number one in Google search. And all my social media links and everything's up there as well. And apparently a lot of photos of his penis, which we will be Googling the minute I shut <laughs> no this No penis down. photos at my <laughs> website. You're going to have to go to the special website or watch the show. Yeah, they show my penis way too much, though. It's, it's like, oh, come on. It's like, like three times on one episode. I'm like, was that really necessary? Like, <laughs> there's, there's no point of, like, yeah. nobody else. Nobody else. I think they've shown, like, two other penises out of the... Seven, we've had like 10 guys on. I think they've showed two other penises. You know what, Nick? I always say there's not enough dick on TV. <laughs> and I just want to applaud Showtime for putting your dick on TV. And uh, do a lot of gay guys watch the show? Is it Yeah, huge, huge gay following. Yeah. I actually, I, I booked a gay club in West Hollywood with my uh, stripper company because they approached me because they wanted straight dancers at the club, the Abbey. I was the booker there oh, for two and a half years. Get out of here. So I, I've, uh, yeah, yeah. I love so the I, Abbey. I, I, have, I have a ton of gay friends and, and uh, huge support from that community. I support them as well. Well, you're amazing. Nick Hogg, everybody, thank you so much for being here. You're fantastic. And um, I definitely want to see you strip the next time you do it. Make sure you text me. <laughs> Guys, this has been Date Fails. You know you can find me at Kate Q Funny or KateQuigley.com. Love you. Bye. Peace.